Hello, hello, and welcome to Business of Design, episode 239. We are talking with two amazing Business of Design members, Tracy Schlegel and Kelsey Huff of Water Lily Interiors, episode 239, Photo Ready with Water Lily Interiors. We're talking again about getting published, what does it take to get those gorgeous photographs, and really some good reasons why you should hire a team, even though it's expensive. Hire a team to make it all happen. Get a stylist in place who can do a shot list for you, who can help you create that editorial narrative. Of course, you need the right photographer. And you also need a team that has, I think, a connection to publishing, to publicists, to editors. The best way for you to get published is to get your photograph taken by somebody who knows the publisher. Like that's just without exception, the best way to get yourself published. Failing that the editor or a writer or somebody who has a relationship with that publication. I know you have gorgeous rooms. I know you have gorgeous spaces, but when it comes time to photograph those spaces, it's always so surprising to me how many changes or adjustments need to be made in order for those photographs to be perfect. And you're going to hear Tracy and Kelsey talk about that, how you might have to remove a couple of chairs that are essential for the room in real life, but you remove those chairs because the photograph breathes better. It looks better. And of course, as the person who's created the beautiful space, at least I can say for myself, I'm too close to it. I can't imagine removing those chairs. Don't take those chairs out. I love those chairs. So I put myself in the hands of trusted professionals. And that is what Tracy and Kelsey did when they hired Stylist Productions. So on this episode, not only will you hear from Tracy and Kelsey of Water Lily Interiors, we're going to hear from Charlotte and Robert of Stylish Productions. Before you meet this gang of four amazing, wonderful people, we're going to hear from another amazing person who I know you already know and love, Cheryl Horn. What's happening in Business of Design, Cheryl? announcements for today. Coming up on Wednesday, September 29th at 1 p.m. EST, we have our next BOD live and we're going to be talking about your operations manual. Not necessarily the systems uh, within it. Of course, you're already familiar with those through uh, member programming, but uh, specifically best practices for actually using the operations manual within your office, whether you're working on your own, uh, getting ready to hire, or you already have a team working for you. Uh, We want our members to share what's been working for them, what hasn't, what have they been doing to use the operations manual effectively within their office. At that point, it's been available for about a year now, and we've got so many members uh, really around the world using the operations manual now. So we just want to get your feedback on that, share some tips with other members who have recently purchased, and um, you know, talk about really how to use that within your office. So that's, again, September 29th. Full details are on the website. Uh, for BOD members, I've also just added a few new coaching Q&A questions that Kimberly's created some videos for to answer some of the questions that we've gotten from members recently. So uh, a few of the topics, at what point do you let a client get involved with the project if they've got ideas? I know some members uh, do have clients who want to be a little more involved. I know Kimberly's ideal client is one that just wants to hand it off completely and let you run with it. But um, 
a couple of other questions. Potential clients want to discuss a fee proposal versus having a formal design consultation where they're looking for advice. So we've had a couple members ask about that, that they've had some initial inquiries and, uh, you know, the potential client is more looking uh, to talk about, you know, the scale of their project and what the fees might be associated with that before they even have you in their home to, um, you know, do an initial assessment and give them real design advice. And then finally, what is the typical length of a project? What's the answer? And can you even come up with an answer for a client? So those are three new ones that we've added to the site. And one final announcement, last but not least, the BOD Elite Retreat Santa Monica, uh, long awaited at least by our team, uh, is coming up Thursday, April 28th to Sunday, May 1st, 2022. Registration just opened last week. So we currently have early bird pricing, which means you will save $300 and you will also only be required to pay a 50% deposit in order to claim your spot. And that rate is going to be available until December 15th. And of course, our members are going to save even more. So make sure you are logged into your BOD member account to save an additional $500 off your ticket. So complete details are on the website. Make sure you check that out and register early. We're so excited with how many people have already registered. I got to say we were a little surprised um, with how quickly they're rolling in because it is still, uh, it's not until April of next year, but uh, we couldn't wait any longer to open registration because we're really excited to see everyone face to face. So again, head to the website businessofdesign.com, check out all the details, and we really hope you can join us for the BOD Elite Retreat in Santa Monica. That's it for today. Take care. Thank you so much, Cheryl. And I'm having so much fun recording these little videos when members ask questions, particularly if we've had a Business of Design live event, a BOD live, and you didn't get your question answered. There's usually a few follow-ups afterwards. So I just record a little video for members. And because one thing I know for sure, if you have a question, there are hundreds of others, thousands of others who have the same question. So don't be shy. We love your questions. I'll tell you what else we love. We love a lot of things, uh, but we love it when you rate us and give us five stars on the podcast. It really helps us get noticed. We never have been about being the biggest podcast or the biggest membership ever. We strive to be the best, and I think we are for sure, but there's no doubt it really helps us. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a rating. More importantly, join us. Become a member of Business of Design. I promise, I guarantee, we can change your business and your life. Like the two guests who were on the show today, they reached out and said that they have taken so much from Business of Design and it has dramatically improved their business. And so we want to hear those stories. If you haven't been on the podcast yet, what are you waiting for? Come on. We know you have a story. We know you have a topic. We know something's going on in your projects and you just want to hash it out. This is the place you can do that safely, productively. And I would love to have you be on the podcast. Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. We have the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to consistently satisfy clients, increase profitability, and run your projects like a boss. Unlike traditional coaching, 
BOD is a fast track to immediate results. Don't try to do this alone. Join today and you'll have access to hundreds of targeted training modules, plus member perks like BOD Live events, member-only podcasts, preferred pricing, and the support of an engaged community of peers. We all know design matters. At Business of Design, we think designers matter too. Before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our guests. I already said we have Tracy Schlegel and Kelsey Huff on the show from Water Lily Interiors. They're sisters, and together they've decided to make the world more beautiful one room at a time. And they also got real serious about marketing their business this year, which is why they reached out to Stylish Productions. Kelsey has a master's degree in interior design, and Tracy began working on her own renovation projects and realized like, oh my gosh, I love this. So they formed together a boutique design firm in Bethesda, Maryland. They're in that Washington, D.C. scene. And their decision to get some rooms photographed has paid off handsomely. I know one thing's for sure. They have an editorial feature coming up in Coastal Living Magazine, which is amazing. Congratulations. And in part, that success has to also go to Stylish Productions which is the brainchild of photo stylist Charlotte Savavi and photographer Robert Radafera. They are a holistic boutique photography business dedicated to creating editorial quality interior and architectural photography. So their focus is on making sure your photos, your beautiful spaces are ready to get printed. Between them, their work has been published in Every magazine, almost, it sounds like to me, House Beautiful, Traditional Homes, Southern Homes, Southern Living, Coastal Living, Cottages and Bungalows, HGTV Magazine, Better Homes and Gardens, uh, you name it, amazing, Stylish Productions with an S dot net. So you're going to hear all four of these wonderful people right now. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, Kelsey, how are you? I'm good. Good. Oh, look at everybody all at once. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Hi. Hi, ladies. Hello, Hi, hello. Can you hear, am I on? I can't tell. You are. Hi, Kimberly. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys, too. Oh, yay. I'm in- all right, Tracy, I'll start. I think we thought this would be interesting for people to hear is because we've followed your advice and we wanted to build our business during this moment in COVID. And we knew we needed to update our photography. Um, but when we found Charlotte and Robert, their service is really beyond just photography. Um, they are sell, they're selling, yes, beautiful photography, but also styling and producing. And then on the back end, um, this and shooting for photos that will build a story for press opportunity. And that's something that we had never done before. And we were thrilled by the outcome. And um, we think it's a different perspective. Well, I love this because there's a lot of different ways you can get a massage, right? You can buy one of those thumping machines and you can plug it in and you can do it yourself at home while you're watching Netflix, right? Or you can go to a spa and you can have, you know, someone who's a trained masseuse give you the full treatment. And they're maybe going to work on 
some different part of your body than you thought needed working on, right? Because we're not trained. And so in, in essence, I'm sure Charlotte and Robert now will be able to pipe in and say, does this happen a lot? Do people hire you thinking they just want you to take the photographs and you say to them, wait, wait, there's a lot of work that has to happen before. And tell us if you can, one at a time, what each of your roles is in the company. Why don't we have you start, Charlotte? Okay. Um, you make me want a massage right now, actually. <laughs> That's a bit of a problem. I made myself want a massage. Yeah. So uh, uh, my background is in strong uh, national magazine editorial for, uh, you know, many, many years. Uh, my work as a writer, producer, stylist has been published multiple times in all the national magazines, pretty much. And when I began uh, Stylish Productions with Robert, it happened several years ago, and I think we were anticipating sort of a change in the market. It was a time when magazines were, you know, shutting down and things were just changing. Visuals were becoming more important than ever before. So a little thing went off in my head, which is I'm kind of a dinosaur. I mean... <laughs> You know, the magazines just don't have those kinds of budgets anymore to, you know, bring in a photographer, their assistant, a lighting person, a producer, a photo stylist, you know, to create interior content. So I was like, I'm a dinosaur. I have this skill set. What can I do with it? How can I stay current in, uh, in this environment? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I could go on. I could yammer for hours, but I'd rather get a massage, to be honest with you. <laughs> But I would definitely have to add to what Charlotte has to say. Definitely having professionals come and take care of the things that you feel like you kind of have a handle on. Um, it's a whole world of difference. When you, when you show up and the, the, and the client sees that first photo on an iPad or a computer screen on the shoot, it's like, wow, this is a little bit better than my iPhone. Um, even though the iPhone can take astounding photos, right? now um but that being said it's this is we are living in a world now where imagery is so important and um everywhere you look from instagram to facebook to pinterest uh all of the magazines you don't realize the kind of work that goes into to making that and it is it's bringing that bowl of fruit it's making sure that the greenery is right it's putting the couch in the right place um it takes a lot of work to make sure the photo looks like you didn't do any work to it. Um, so, and, and that is sort of what we're trying to, to give to our clients. Like a 10 hour day looks like, oh, the house just looked like this. These designers are amazing. Like you know, they just stood up and took a phone, a picture with their phone and here we go. And that's sort of where Charlotte and I step in and we work with the designer on the day of the shoot and we're not changing their design by any means. We are making it camera ready or magazine ready. And uh, go ahead. I know I love the description. It takes a lot of work to make it look like it didn't take a lot of work. And that couldn't be said better. And Charlotte, by the way, I'm a dinosaur like you. I was a decorating editor of Style at Home magazine for 18 years. And I remember when oh, a photo shoot, right. I remember when a photo shoot was a Polaroid snap. You took a Polaroid, you waited for it to dry and to come into focus. And then you moved the greenery an inch to the right and you plucked up the pillow because it looked weird. And then you took another Polaroid and you waited 
five more minutes for that one to dry. And then you made the next little tweak. And so a 10 hour day meant maybe you got five photographs at the end of the day, right? Right. And it's so funny you say that because the very first shoot I did as a photo stylist, um, and by the way, I have contributed to Style at Home over the years. So I knew, I knew your name. I recognize your name immediately. Yeah, I know. You'll, you'll see. Um, but I remember I worked with King Al. I don't know if you ever worked with King Al. He now does all the Padre Barn catalogs. He's an amazing photographer. But I remember he handed me a Polaroid on the shoot and said, okay, it's yours now. But anyway, the, our aim really is just to enhance and, and make work that people create who are much more talented than us look better uh, for, the, for the photo. Okay, so Tracy and Kelsey, what did you guys learn through this experience? Was it eye-opening for you hiring this team of experts? Tracy, I'll speak first. Um, you know, it really was. And one big lesson that we learned is, of course, any house that we were going to photograph we felt was beautiful and the client was happy and um, but what we learned is just because the house is beautiful, it doesn't make for a beautiful photo necessarily. And the whole idea of telling a story through photography that potentially a magazine, if it was ever going to get to that point, you know, would want to be able to walk through the house and have a story of who lived there and how one room moves to the next, whether it's color or just little accessories that move, like tell that story as you move through. And that was something very, very new for us. And um, of, and then all the little details about just making sure like piece by piece, everything fit together to create this one beautiful shot. So no, it was, it, it was a really amazing learning process. Yeah, I would say, this is Kelsey, uh, there's an astounding amount of micromanaging the little details <laughs> and you're like, you know, I, I think for me, fundamentally, I'm a space planner. And so, you know, the, what I do in a room is very different than how that photograph is going to look great. Like maybe the chair comes out entirely because it's too crowded, or maybe we push everything down and make it look like it's supposed to be 12. Like, it's just very, very different. And I think as a designer, that's a kind of a hard thing to grasp, you know, that the photo is the photo and it's for a moment in time. It's not necessarily how you live every day. Knowing the difference or learning the difference is a really interesting thing. It's very, very different. I would never operate. Uh, I would never take a photograph ever again without having a stylist whose only job is to figure out what the story is and make sure everything looks perfect. Because somehow, even though I've had all of that training, when it's an interior that I did the design for, I just can't be objective. I can't do it. It's uh, what Robert always says. It's like a fresh set of eyes. And I do think people get too close to things, um, as well as a great deal of experience, obviously, that comes into it. Designers spend days, months, hours of blood, sweat, and tears getting an interior ready. And our job is to come in and approach that holistically um, with, with our trained respective backgrounds to help give them something that's truly special. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's just a kitchen that we're shooting or if it's a three-day shoot at a McMansion. It doesn't really matter. It's really about just giving a compelling narrative. And my background's as a writer, so I think that I always 
see things as stories, visual stories, whether it's uh, something very small or something very big. Robert, what would you say are the mistakes the amateur photographers usually make? Oh, wait, sorry. That's my annoying something is ringing. That's it's okay. totally on my end. I apologize. <laughs> it's your masseuse calling up. Yeah, I wish. I wish. Wow. I would definitely have put you guys on hold to answer that call. <laughs> Sorry to say. Um, no, but Robert, one of the things that I learned uh, working with the art director and with stylists was to never again push things up against a wall. So if I've got a kitchen counter and there's a flour and a sugar and a spice jar, I don't shove them against the wall. We pull them out and give them breathing space. What are the other things you see from time to time that you just so wish people would not do and hire you instead? So uh, there is a there is sort of a, a dance to, to make a photo look like it's not lit. And that it's 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 this is the way you walked into this room again, along with the styling. And but there's a very special feel to that room that you want to convey. A lot of times I will see people just blast the room with light. Um, So I, I have been doing this since 1992. And that was the day of Polaroid. So, I mean, half the budget will go to Polaroid. You would spend I mean, because you're doing and each Polaroid was five dollars. And they're like, okay, you want to do another Polaroid? That's fine with me. Um, So. I think back then all the lights were on, you would blast the room with light and that's what, that's what it looked like. Um, trying to do that today, it's a lot, you, you can't really do that now. And with digital, it's fantastic. Like you, there's so much more that you can do. Um, but I will see a lot of times there's just too much light in that room. And the other thing that drives me completely <laughs> insane is if the lines aren't straight. Sometimes you will see that the wall is just canted just a little bit, and it doesn't take much time to fix that. Um, Or the floor isn't exactly where it needs to be. And to me, and again, sort of putting on what I said before, you don't know what you're not seeing in that photo. So when I look at a photo, I know that the wall isn't straight. But if you're looking at one of our photos, you're not knowing that the wall isn't straight, if that makes sense, because we have taken the time to make sure that our camera is straight and aligned. I mean, half the time, uh, Charlotte will be saying to me, is this straight? This isn't straight. I don't think that this is straight. <laughs> and I have to remind her that sometimes these are old houses and they, it's not straight. And I, I will fix it afterwards. And, and I think because Charlotte is so visual, she needs to be able to see it right there on the spot that it's straight. Um, but lines not being straight definitely kills me. And absolutely, you're right. Things cannot be pushed up against a wall. You need some sort of dimension in those photos. And again, having an amazing stylist there to give the dimension and making sure that the flowers and the books and the bowls, they're all set perfectly. And you're not going to push that coffee maker right up against the wall. You're going to give it some breathing room. Um, and make sure that it's not overly lit. (laughs) I love the capability of changing the view outside the window from the rainy, dark, miserable day it actually is to the sunny day it might have been. And the kind of things that you can do like that that are so manipulative but so fabulous. That makes me so happy. (laughs) It is. That that is another joy with digital, that you're being able to, to, to change that. Tracy and Kelsey, did you guys... Would you change how you approach a design project based on what you've learned from Charlotte and Robert? Um, 
Well, one thing for sure that even just in, in work, listening to you and, and following your advice is this whole idea of accessories, even without photography. You know, now looking back and, and we've used other photographers and the work was beautiful. But I think going through this process, you realize that the feel of the room and the connection with the room and um, is, is about the little things that are right in, in the kitchen, whether it's the cake or an apple. or And so I think for sure we feel like accessories, even as we finish our projects, are a great opportunity. And I know you talk a lot about that. So now more than ever, we talk about having money that's going to go to that towards the end and um, following your guidance, you know, our clients are out the door when our furniture comes in, which is something we hadn't done before. And, which is um, so good and so fun, isn't it? Oh my gosh, like just so much better. But layering that in to make them come through the door and it feels like home, even with lots of little details that you hope that they have, but they really don't, um, would just not only we are happier with the rooms, but actually our clients are happier for, with the rooms and it's more money for an accessory category. So um, getting it closer to that finished state, you know, we initially were a little reluctant about doing that. Like people should have their books and da, 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 but it's a critical part of it. And that led so nicely back into working with them about thinking about those kinds of things in a very different way. When I think too, uh, it, it doesn't even necessarily matter exactly what it is. It's like, it's better to have it finished than to have it be the perfect vase, you know, like, and I think sometimes as designers, we get stuck in that, like, it's gotta be perfect. It's gotta match this. It's gotta be this way. And watching, you know, this team work is incredible. Like they're saying, Oh, let, let's pull this one because it's brighter. It's more contrast or it's, and sometimes I think we get stuck in this too perfect mentality when it's the difference, the not matching, the, the little things that stand out. And I think it's hard to think about it that way when you're so used to it. It's got to be the perfect blue and it's got to be the perfect shape. And it's not really that way. That makes sense. Oh, totally. I've had clients say to me, you, uh, you know, it's all said and done. They'll say, you know, I love everything you did, but I'll tell you, I don't really like this thing. I don't like this coffee table or I don't like this end table or I don't like this vase or whatever. And they'll say, but I understand it works in the room. And so it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. And that holds true with the photography also, you know, Charlotte will put something in the room that maybe she had brought that wasn't part of, or, you know, Tracy or Kelsey might have a trunk load of stuff also that they are not leaving with the homeowner, but they know because they have talked to Charlotte beforehand you know, this face will look great here. Um, and we're gonna, we're gonna make sure that it shows up well. I think often clients will end up buying more stuff after styling. I, in fact, I don't think I've ever had a situation where the client didn't end up buying a few more things because they just look so great in the photographs. With clients who are reluctant to accessorize, it's actually a great opportunity to accessorize. And then the clients see it and they see it in the whatever photos and they're like oh wow this looks great I want this I want this I want that so that's that's one thing um and also sometimes it's spontaneous with the accessories too like we were shooting this uh dining room recently um and uh Kelsey had shown up with these incredible peonies um coral tone peonies and the the, the color was a little off and she was so cute she said well I, I don't mind that the color's a little different from the pinks in the room because I like the imperfection 
And that got me thinking. And then I remembered that in the basement, the homeowners had an incredible collection of hand-woven baskets that the mother had uh, done just sitting in the basement in some closet. And I'm like, well, let's go pull some of those. And we pulled some that had a little bit of that tone. And my goodness, that picture looks amazing. And I don't know if your clients ended up keeping the um, baskets up there, but they look so good. <laughs> no, absolutely. And that's a perfect example. So this was one of several shoots that we did this fall. And um, she, we sent the clients some photos along the way and we bought this perfect teal hot and it and she was like oh my gosh I love that I want that and like okay when you didn't finish doing the pillows that we talked about upstairs could be focused in this room she's like okay no no great so I think more than half of the things that we shot just to photograph she's like don't change anything I'll take the reef on the front so no absolutely true so that's one of the benefits for sure you make a few dollars because you've increased the amount of items that you're selling the client but most importantly the client is so happy because they're left with a beautifully finished home. So that's a benefit. I'm sure there are other benefits. What comes to mind? In general, part of my success as a writer um, and as a stylist or and for stylish productions especially is that we get a lot of our content pub- published. One of the reasons is that it, it's... Um, it looks good. And the other reason is that, uh, you know, I, I pitch stuff. I'm very well connected editorially. And um, I'm going to give an example because I think this is a concrete and good example. So uh, Tracy and uh, Kelsey, when they first reached out to us, uh, Tracy had a uh, has a family uh, cottage um, out on, on water. And um, you know, the, the, the girls had reached, reached out and said, you know, we're thinking about, you know, doing portfolio. We love what you and Robert do. We'd love to work with you. So my uh, thing is, you know, show me what you have. So, you know, we went and visited a couple of projects that they had. And then Tracy sent me some pictures of this cottage. And uh, she was like, you know, what's very special to me and to my family. They've had it for almost 20 years, I think. Um, and they've worked on it over the years, the two sisters does have and done all these things there and I looked at it and I'm like you know what I think we can really do something with this I think it it, I think your instinct is right it is really special and it wasn't a heavy designery project in the sense that it wasn't like a client hiring them to do it was their own it was our own home and um so they said let's do it so we did it so um we did it properly. We did a visit. We did scouting, uh, you know, notes and we sent style notes. We sent inspiration shots. We talked about propping and all that stuff. I went up the day before, worked with the girls. We worked our butts off getting everything ready to go. Uh, Robert showed up the next day. I think we worked a 10 hour day. We were like squeezing in that last shot that we weren't sure which we even needed or not. But anyway, the, the long and the short of it is when the, um, final photos came through. Um, I've been able to place that project editorially. It's running in the local publication this spring. Um, and that very last shot is actually going to be the opening spread. I won't give it away. <laughs> That's the way it always is. <laughs> it's the way it always is. It's the one that Charlotte's like, let's go, let's go. Everyone's and, exhausted. Uh, and Charlotte wants to do that last shot, <laughs> hour <right>. 10. <laughs> exactly. And then Coastal Living picked it up this summer which is fantastic and because it's the same group we're going to get another I know we're all so excited about that 
we're going to get another published in 2022 from the same project because it's part of that group. So this is just one example of how we took something and we looked at it and we looked at several projects and we honed in on it and we said, we think we can help you with this. And this is how we're going to do it with you. And it's the most charming space. Um, and the girls have done an incredible job. They're so talented with just the design and the fabrics and the layering and the love. And it, it, and it's just, it makes me so happy that this is the one, you know. Do you guys feel at Water Lily like this has pushed you to another level in terms of your positioning in your world in the industry? <laughs> yeah, like we will see. This is all coming, but you know, we in part we started this because we knew we wanted to update our website. It just needed to change, and so it was about website photos. And then, but we wanted to also shoot photos that we were hoping for press, and this not we haven't had a lot of press and. We know that that's one piece of this branding puzzle to build your business. And um, so that was our, you know, fingers crossed that that would part be part of it. And then also, I just want to say Instagram. I mean, in our market, the DC market, you know, th that is the great thing is that is the place. But um, the photography and the photos being used there are just spectacular. There, There's a lot of competition and we wanted to do thoughtful um, positioning there in a, in a more concise way to build that following, again, as a goal to reach new clients and drive our business more than being um, word of mouth. And also we have a lot of referral business, which is wonderful. But, you know, if we had just a handful more of people knowing who we are and reaching out. So, yeah, we are hoping that this will be a really big year for us. And I mean, Coastal Living is just a dream come true. Like I love, 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 love that magazine. So even though I know it's not, um, you know, magazines are all hurting, but oh my gosh, it's, it's we're beside ourselves. So it sounds like it's well-deserved and you guys have put in all the hard work behind the scenes. So you get those completed projects that you're able to photograph and hiring the right team makes so much sense. Continued success for all of you. Congratulations, big things ahead. Thank you for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And I truly think it is invaluable. I see designers, tragically, we see designers throw away thousands of dollars a month on some marketing expert and the results are almost nothing or less than nothing, right? And you have to have a synergistic team. You have to have the right copy because you could have beautiful photographs, but if your website is poorly written, insipid, grammatical errors, you're going to turn off the very clients you want to attract, right? So it has to all work together. And I think you guys at Water Lily have figured it out. Yeah, we're yeah. very excited. I think that was the other thing during this moment of COVID. I think we, because it was a little quieter, we, what are the things that we need to do for our business? And it started with the website. We know it's photo driven. I, I think you're even the one that's quote you like, you know, if you don't photograph it, it happens. And we're even looking for content just with Instagram. We're like, oh, remember this? Do we have anything? And we're digging around. So um, this definitely has made us think from the get-go, what, what are we going to photograph this year? How many are we going to allocate in our budget to think about that? And so it can, um, you know, help position us for um, bigger and better clients. So exciting. And before we sign off, everybody, give us your Instagram uh, handle so we can follow you. So we just water lily interiors. <laughs> water lily interiors. Okay. And my personal one is Ratafera, 
and our company together is Stylish Productions. All right. And if you are driving somewhere, I hope you're driving somewhere because with COVID, I feel like I don't get to drive enough. So I, I love to imagine you driving and me getting a massage. But if you're driving, don't worry. All this information will be in the show notes. So go to businessofdesign.com and check them out. Great. And my personal um, uh, Instagram account uh, is at Charlotte Safavi. All right. Well, I see lots of business in your future because COVID for sure is making us all super busy with clients. I have four, at least four projects I'm waiting to photograph because of, you know, life. So it's going to be a busy, busy few years ahead, I think. Yeah, the it's um, COVID has really uh, focused people on their homes and uh, it's great. I mean, our interior designers are thriving, obviously. So that's really wonderful. Thank you so much, everybody. Continued success all the way around. Woo! Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, Emily. And thank you, especially to Water Lily Interiors for including us on this podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for being part of the Business of Design community and supporting BOD's mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. It's time for you to take the next step and join Business of Design. Like thousands of design professionals in 50 countries around the world, you'll find the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to dramatically improve your business and transform your life. What are you waiting for? Start today 